Hi, welcome to It's a Crime. I'm Linda, and today we're going to be talking about the deaths surrounding Lori and Chad Daybell, and also a cluster of marriages as well. Lori and Chad Daybell are a newlywed couple enraging millions of people. Last week, they had an order to produce Lori's children, 17-year-old Tylee Ryan and 7-year-old Joshua J.J. Vallow. They did not come forward with the children and most people fear the absolute worst. Now before I get into it, please hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so you could be notified of all my videos and subscribing is free and I have a lot of videos coming your way. Hit that like button and share this to someone who may be interested in this video. With that being said, let's get into it. As I start diving into this case, things get more and more sinister. There are a lot of deaths and a lot of marriages taking place. And the common denominator lies all with Lori Vallow, or now Lori Daybell. So follow along with me. I'm going to do my very best to show you the situation and the patterns that I've been noticing with the deaths and the marriages, specifically the marriages. Let's start with Lori Daybell. My new pet name for her is Black Widow Bride, and it's fitting. And death is everywhere around her, and she's been married five times, Chad being her fifth husband. Now, in November 2019, she marries Chad. I'm not too sure yet at the exact date or the exact place, but sources are saying they believe it's Hawaii. Now, at the point that she got married to this fifth husband, Chad, her two out of three children have already been missing for two months. Way to celebrate, Lori. Ready for the death trail? Her new husband, Chad Daybell, is an author of over 25 books, and it's the end of the world type books. Now, he was married for 29 years to a woman named Tammy Daybell. She was a librarian, and they lived in Salem, Idaho. Now, on October 9th, someone in a ski mask with an unloaded paintball gun went to the driveway of where Tammy and Chad lived, comes up to her as she's unloading her groceries, points it at her and starts to shoot, but there's no bullets. She ends up chalking it up to a prank. So that was October 9th. And 10 days later, she's dead. Now her obituary says Tamara or Tammy Douglas Daybell passed away peacefully in her sleep on Saturday, October 19th, 2019 in Salem, Idaho. She was 49 years old. And Chad said that she went to bed with a really bad cough and just didn't wake up. At the time, she was currently training for a race and she was healthy as can be according to sources around her, yet she went to bed with a really bad cough and didn't wake up. The coroner ruled the death as natural causes, but Tammy's body ended up being exhumed in December because they were starting to get suspicious. And it's important to note that Chad actually didn't want an autopsy done on her. And a couple weeks after Tammy dies, Chad marries Lori after 29 years of marriage. They both have funny ways of celebrating, don't they? Okay, now we dig into Lori. So as I mentioned, she has been married five times. Now her third husband, Joseph Ryan, is the father of two of her children, Tylee and her oldest son, Colby. And JJ is actually adopted within the family of the Vallows. I'll get to that in a minute. Joseph Ryan, 
Her third husband apparently died from a heart attack on April 13th, 2018. Now he was cremated and he was only 59 years old and he died in Phoenix, Arizona. Her fourth husband, his name was Charles Vallow. He died on July 11th, 2019, which is just over a year from when her other husband died, but she wasn't married to him. Now her brother Alex shoots Charles in the chest at Lori's home. She lived in Chandler, Arizona. Charles Vallow was 63 years old when he died. Lori and Charles were going through a divorce at the time. There was divorce proceedings actually earlier that year from Charles in February, and then he decides in March that he'd like to work on it. But Charles came up that day that he died. He came up from Texas and was coming to see JJ. Apparently, according to the 911 call from Alex, they got into an altercation and Charles had come at him with a bat. And then Alex said he went to go get his gun and then came back and pointed it at Charles, saying like, what are you doing? And then he ends up shooting him. You can see in my last video that I talk about a little bit about that 911 call and some oddities in it from my opinion. Now, in those divorce papers from Charles, he had mentioned that Lori said that she's a God assigned to carry out the work of the 144,000 at Christ's second coming in July, 2020. And if he stood in her way, she would kill him. And Charles said that she stole a bunch of money as well at that time. And as I mentioned in March that he wanted to work on the marriage. So he recanted the divorce. This is where it gets interesting. Attorneys who represented Charles in the divorce said that Charles had predicted that either Lori or Alex would kill him. He told his lawyer, whose name is Stephen Ellsworth, he said, and I quote, I'm afraid I'm going to be killed and I know who's going to do it. I'm telling you, Steve, so that if something happens to me, I want to make sure you let everyone know that something happens, I'm killed, that it's my wife, Lori, and her brother, Alex Cox. Five months later, his prediction comes true and he dies. But Charles' death was actually ruled as self-defense, so Alex was not charged. Now, another twist in this is neighbors actually reported there was a pool party at the home later that day with music and lots of people. Lori was actually renting this place and the landlord who knew both Lori and Charles said he spoke to Lori for several days after the shooting and he said she never sounded shocked, never sounded sad or heartbroken. All the things that a bride would normally do when they see their husband die. And not only was Charles her husband, but he was her husband for 13 years. But that coincides with her heartless attitude and the way she presents herself as seen in the interview last week when officials found both her and Chad in Hawaii. You gotta see it. So now on to Alex Cox, Lori's brother. He kills Charles in self-defense, or what he says is self-defense. You can hear that 911 call, and I'll put it in the description below. You can also check out my last video, like I mentioned, and some weird things that I noticed. Now, Alex ends up dying in December 2019, and it's one day after Tammy's body gets exhumed. So she gets exhumed, and then the next day, Alex dies. So on December 11th, 2019, 
Alex was found in his home unresponsive in Gilbert, Arizona, and he was later pronounced dead. His death is not known yet. Now we bring another character to this saga, and it's Lori's niece, Melanie. Her full name is Melanie Boudreaux. She was married for, I believe it was around 11 years, to a man named Brandon Boudreaux. Melanie demands a divorce from Brandon in summer 2019. And he believed that they actually had a great marriage and so he was shocked when she asked for a divorce, but he believes it's because of this religion that Lori has been involved with and Melanie is following suit. So on October 2nd, 2019, an attempt on Brandon's life is made. He was shot at while coming home from the gym in Gilbert, Arizona. And reports say that the bullets missed Brandon's head by inches. The court documents said that the shooter fled and the investigation is ongoing. Here's where it gets, again, another plot twist. The Jeep that the would-be killer was in actually belonged to Charles Vallow, who died in July. So Brandon has this happen on October 2nd. Somebody attempts to shoot him, misses by inches, but the person is in the Jeep that Charles Vallow owned. Here's a little recap timeline-wise, so I know it's convoluted, but this is the timeline. Charles files for divorce in February 2019, just shy of their 13th wedding anniversary. In March, he recants the divorce proceedings. He dies in July 2019 by Lori's brother, Alex, who shoots him in the chest. And he claims that there's an altercation that happened in the home. That same summer, Lori's niece, Melanie, asks Brandon, her husband, for a divorce. September 23rd, the kids go missing. October 2nd, someone tries to kill Brandon. October 9th, someone stands at the driveway of Tammy and Chad Daybell and points an unloaded gun at Tammy while she's unloading groceries. October 19th, Tammy dies in, in her sleep. And then two weeks later, Lori and Chad marry. Rumor is Hawaii. Now on November 26th, there was a welfare check on the kids after family hasn't heard from them and Lori and Chad lie to the police and on November 27th, Lori and Chad decide to F off. They were living in Rexburg, Idaho at the time. Now, December 10th, Tammy's body is exhumed for investigations and December 11th, Lori's brother Alex dies of unknown causes. All right, that's enough about death. Let's dive into the marriages and show you the patterns that I see. It's been a busy, busy year for people surrounding Lori. Now, Lori and Chad marry in November, with rumors it was Hawaii, like I mentioned. And I guess she doesn't need a divorce because she's a widow, so, and so is Chad. But, oh wait, there's another wedding in November. Remember Melanie, Brandon's ex-wife, Lori's niece, who wanted a divorce from Brandon in summertime? She gets married to an Ian Pawlowski in Las Vegas at the end of November. And, oh wait, there's another wedding, also in Vegas, a day apart from Melanie. Remember Lori's brother Alex? The one who shot Charles and died in December? Well, ten days before that, he gets married to a woman named Zulima Pastenas. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. The question I'm going, wait a minute, everybody's getting married in November, almost like a big rush or something. What the heck is this all about? 
Why all November? Just seems like everybody's in a rush to get married all in November, all at the same time. One day apart, Alex and Melanie get married one day apart in Vegas. I find that super strange. I actually wonder if Chad and Lori actually got married in Vegas and not Hawaii because nobody seems to know the exact date or where it was taken place. What are your thoughts about this? I find this weird. I'm wondering if this ties into the religion that maybe they have to get married so they have to find something. I mean, it's pretty quick. I don't know if Alex had already been with this woman for a long time or if this was last minute, but it certainly was last minute for Chad and it was certainly last minute for Melanie. So I'm guessing that it was also possibly last minute for Alex because Melanie asks for a divorce in summertime. That's pretty quick to be somebody being like, yeah, hey, let's get married. It's only been four months, no, like no problem. I don't even know when they started dating or if they did. And I wonder if the spouses are also part of this religion. So then I wonder, is it because of this second coming that they have to be married and they have to carry out some certain mission? If you do have extra info on this, I would love to hear about it. And I wonder if the spouses that both Melanie and Alex married, if they know each other or if everybody knows each other. That's another thing that I'm super curious about. And because I'm very new into diving into Lori and Chad Daybell, I would love if you have any extra info you can provide and maybe even some links so that I can go check that out so I can put it in another video. It just keeps getting more and more strange and I will be doing a future video about the children because that's the most important but I had to get this out there because it's like a murder mystery. It's ridiculous. I'd also love to do a live stream on this case. What do you guys think about that? I think that would be really great after I put out this video and do a live stream and then we can all chit chat about the various things. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. I would be very grateful. And thank you so much for watching. See you soon. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.